Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. everybody welcome back to another episode of the coach steve show podcast make sure you're hitting the like button and the subscribe button on the youtube channel follow it rate it be a friend tell a friend the podcast can be found anywhere you listen to your podcast so on itunes and everything please leave a 
review and rate it and all that good stuff. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning back in. Um, we are going to continue on with our summer football topics and organization and what goes into summer football in high school. Uh, college a little bit, but college a little more different is a different animal than high school. So we are going to continue on. Uh, the last time we talked, you know, we talked about organization. How do you schedule your calendar? You know, you've, the things that you have to think about when you're putting the calendar together. Um, so we're going to continue on. And one of the things is you, you know, you've sat down, you've talked about the calendar, um, how you're going to organize strength and conditioning is going to be the month of June. It's going to be split up your camps and everything else. Once you have that figured out, then the next point is, okay, what changes, tweaks, or anything are you going to make to your, we're going to talk about offense, your offense. So what, what's one of the things you're going to do? One of the things you have to do is you have to, going into the summer, you have to know what coach is doing what. Do they have the same roles as they did last year? Did you make tweaks? Did you have coaches leave? Did you have to assign and uh, hire new guys? We are in the situation right now where we had coaches that, you know, had to leave the school or anything else. And, you know, we had to bring new people on, so they have to be assigned. So then how do you organize your offense and be able to teach the coaches and make sure they're on the same page because this all ties in together. So when you're talking from an offensive perspective, depends on the, the, the type of, you know, team you have. If you're an established team and an established coaching staff, there's probably not too many tweaks you make on offense, if any changes at all. You're a spread air raid team that's going to throw the ball around and, you know, yeah, you might come in and say, you know, we might adjust these routes or anything else, but really, if you've been together for a while and that's who you are, you don't change it. Um, I know plenty of high schools around that run the same offenses year in year out. They make tweaks. They might run the ball a little more than than when they pa- than passing it, but that's about it. So one of the organization things you have to do going in, and this has to be done before the summer, is who who who's your staff. So if you're a new staff together, figure out how to work together. Um, how do you get that them on board and figure out what kind of offense you're going to be. So in, when you're going in, okay, you sit down with your coaches and figure out what kind of offense you're going to be. And then you make sure you sit down with the positional coaches. So in the summer, you have to figure out a practice plan. How are you going to organize your offense? Are you going to do Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays? If you do five days a week, it's going to be offense. Is it all offense? Is it half the offense? How do you go about that? And another thing in summer ball that you can do is you got to figure out how to install. And that's a big thing with some coaches. Coaches want to put in everything, and I'm guilty of that as anybody. There are times where I'll put in things very quickly because I feel like we need to to combat against another team. Then there's coaches and teams that don't put everything in. They do it piece by piece. And it's also a time where you have to organize and say, we are going to, you know, try this in the summer and then see if it's going to work or not. And what I mean by that is we're going to try these different steps on blocking and see if that works. We're going to try these routes with these plays and see if they work. This is the time to do it. You don't want to wait until September and decide that you're going to change this. So going into the summer, you have to choose and uh, what you think your identity is going to be in high school unless you're texas or places like that you can come in with a plan and it get changed and what i mean by that is you can't recruit players you don't really know who you're getting you get an idea through the off season but in the off season they're playing basketball they're doing baseball they're doing volleyball they're doing these other sports 
So they may not always be at the weight room. They may not always be at any type of football meetings. Illinois does not have spring ball. So we really, really don't know who is possibly going to be on the team. So we're, you could come in and say, we're going to be, you know, and do this, 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 and offense. And either a player doesn't come back. Uh, a player, you, you get extra players and realize, okay, this is what we can do. So you have to go in with a basic plan, a general plan on offense. So when you go in, you have to make sure what you're going to be your bread and butter run play. So when you're organizing, make sure you have your run play set. Okay, this is when it's third and one, fourth and one. This is what we're calling. You have that. Then you have a secondary run play, maybe a third run play, and that's really all you want to start installing in the summer. Make sure on those run plays that the running backs drills match up to what that's going to be for the run game. Make sure quarterbacks are meshing with the running backs. These are general things that go into the season, but in the summer, you have to make sure it's organized. And in the summer, you have to make sure that you're going piece by piece. You have to make sure that it's stuff that's going to be remembered. And essentially what you do in the summer might become your everyday drills when the season starts. But in the summer, these are the main drills. You're going to do mesh points. You're going to do load stepping with offensive linemen. You're going to do blocks. You might hit the sled. You might do stances a lot. Make sure this is organized in the summer. You have practice plans sent out to the coaches. Wide receivers are going to work on basic routes and put them together. And then you have a general general view of the end game of the offense for the players to understand. You can't come in guns a-blazing with everything. You can't come in and not know who you are. Make sure when you're talking to the players, you tell them the overview. For example... Put in a run play this year that we did not run last year. And I told the players, my offensive line, putting it in. I said, this is why I want to do it. This is what I think we can be good at when we try it. I'm going to play to your guys' strengths, and we're going to try it this way. And then I broke it down into pieces. This is how we. This is the steps to get there. This is how we block. This is how we double team it. Then I tell them, okay, this is the big picture and Then we walk through the play at the end because we're just in helmets. We're not in shoulder pads. You have to make sure that this is all organized. You have to make sure that they understand what's going on. When you're not organized with the offense in the summer, they're not going to buy in. They're not going to believe in what you're doing. They're not going to learn anything. You have to make sure install plans. Day one, this is what you're doing. Day two, this is what you're doing. Day three, whether it's day one's a Monday and then day two for you is a Wednesday. Have to make sure that those are put together. Also on offense, you have to have fun. So, seven on sevens, make it a competition. Offensive line, make a uh, station or stations, have some fun. Uh, Make it a competition, put them in different groups. How far can we push the sled in so much time? Um, You know, let's, you know, once you start getting pads on, you do one-on-ones and they're competitions. You do double teams. Um... And make things fun. Now, in the season, you still want to make it fun, but you also have work to do. So, in the summer, you have to make sure that the offense is set of what you want to do. You can't go into a summer and say, we're going to be this type of team. And then in August, or whenever you're done with your summer, say, okay, well, instead of being this type of team, we're not going to be this type of team. And you all have to change and tweak absolutely everything. And to be organized on offense, you have to allow players to move around and try different things. That's part of the very beginning of summer. So if your first week of camp is in July, 
and a player comes up and says, I've never played this position before. I want to try it. This is the time to do it. And you might be surprised and find out that a t- this player can play this position better than what the other position they played. You may also find out, and the player may be humbled, saying, oh, there's a reason why I don't play this position if a person's playing a tight end that shouldn't be. If a person goes over to play corner and they're not meant to be there, those type of situations do occur, and it humbles those players. Another thing in the summer is to make sure that the uh, freshmen are on board and the freshman coaches are on board with you offensively. So it's a good idea to bring them together and you practice with the freshmen. Now you're doing drills and you got your older guys. They can have their own little station, but it's right next to you. So you as the varsity um, position coach or a coordinator can keep an eye on what's going on to make sure that they are doing exactly what you're doing because a program does not do well if the lower levels are not on the same page as the upper levels. So if they decide to do different terminology, they decide to do different footwork, they decide to do everything, it's a problem. You also have to be flexible on offense. If you come in and some of your steps aren't working and you're going through the summer, the old school mentality would be, well, we just have to practice it harder and we have to do it more. There's some truth to that, but at the same time, we've evolved, we've adapted, and we have to sit there and go, maybe why isn't working? Not to get rid of your general overview of it, your theory behind doing things. I'll An example, routes. There are certain ways to get off of guys and how to run your routes. I've seen where when you're running around and you're a press coverage, just break to where you're running the route. So if you're running a corner route and you're being pressed, well, the corner route, if you're on the right side of the line, is going to the right. So why not aim for that shoulder and get around to get him on your back and run the corner? If you're running a post and the guy is pressed up on you and you're running a post and the post is supposed to go to the left because you're on the right side, you aim that way. I've seen where you run that post and you're on the, let's say now you're on the left side, the post is going into the right. Well, then they say to go around him and then get back. It just depends on the type of coach you are, type of offense, what you believe. Nothing wrong with it. Those are just little examples. But let's say you're doing it one way and you're doing it for two weeks and it's just not working. The kid's working really hard to get off of it, but it's just not getting open. Maybe you tweak it. Speaking from a defensive perspective, you're forcing corners or safeties to be in certain stances, and mainly corners are forced to be in certain stances, but they're not getting to their drops the way they need to. They're not doing this. Maybe the stance for them is uncomfortable. You know, Nick Saban talked about that. You know, like, okay, well, let's get them in a comfortable position. Offensive line. I'm a big stickler on being a three-point stance. Uh, When I was an offensive coordinator, I did about two or three games where I said, okay, it got brought to the attention, hey, let's try two-point stances. Tried two-point stances. We did it for about two or three games, and I said, nope, no more. We're done. We're going back to my three-point stance. Um, And then other schools I've been at where we did three-point stances. And then we got here and did three-point stances, and it got brought to my attention again to do two-point. And, you know, maybe I just put the tackles in two points. Um, Then I just started to realize, what if a kid just really can't be in a three-point stance? What if a kid can play better at a two-point stance? So now I'm at a point where in the summer, again, we're organized and we're going to do certain things. They're going to learn three-point stances. Then as it goes on, 
I realize, hey, this just something doesn't look right here coming out of the three-point stance. Let's try a two-point stance, and maybe it looks better. And we try it, and it works. Guess what? That player, especially if he's an offensive tackle, guards, I'd have to be convinced. But tackles, if it was better, maybe they just go in two-point stances. These are the things you have to be organized with and things that you have to be ready for and understand in the summer. This is when you do that. Not saying tonight you can't make tweaks during the um, regular season, but these are the times to do this stuff and figure it out now. Uh, on offense, this is the time to put in a formation and see what you like about it. This is the time to maybe try a trick play and see if it works and what, whether you're going to make time for it. And this is the time to coach up coaches that are new on your staff to get them on board. So in the summer, you have to understand and how to break the offense down. And I'm speaking from terms of rebuilding a program and you know new coaches and new system because that's what I've been a part of. I've not been – this is going to be my third year at the school, which is the longest I've been at a school since – you know, in the mid-2010s. Um, um, you know, I've been at one school for a year, another school for a year um, for football. Now, this will be my third season. So it's a little different, but you have to be able to um, make some tweaks. You have to be able to do those things. Um, you have to understand that things are not going to get done 100%, but you also have that intensity of a regular season, especially as you start to get to the end of your camp especially for Illinois. Illinois, you get about 20, 25 contact days. So for us, if we're going all of July, we're going to use all these contact days. Then we have a dead week period of seven or 10 days, I believe. Then you roll right back into your season. So as you get to the end of the camp, you have to be pushing and having that same practice tempo. And especially as a head coach, all this stuff has to be organized. Everything has to be organized. Um, And I'm speaking from offensive terms. Defensive terms in the summer is exactly the same thing as offense defensively is when you have to come in and decide what type of defensive team you're going to be as well then you also have to sit there and say okay what was one of our weak points and on defense i every so on offense everybody has to block but they block differently Defense, they have to tackle, but you have to learn to tackle the same. Now there's different aiming points and everything. Defensive linemen, not 110% all the time are they going to make an open field tackle. They're doing shoelace tackles. They're doing, you know, pylon tackles. But every single person on defense has to learn how to tackle. Everybody on offense has to block, but their blocking is just a hair different. The way O-line blocks is different. The way the right receivers, they can get their hands on, shoulders on, but their aiming points, the way they get there is different. They have to catch the ball. They have to throw the ball. Defense, they all have to tackle. They really have to use their hands. Offense can get away with shoulders and everything. Defense, if they come in with a shoulder, they're taking themselves out of the play. Their heads aren't up. They're not using their hands. So you have to organize that on defense as well. And then you come in and say, this is who we are. This is what we're going to be. We're going to get good at this coverage. We're going to get good at these type of blitzes. We're going to get good at lining up like this. And again, it's still an also time for you to try different things. How maybe we line up different. Maybe we have formation them on defense. Maybe we, you know, if we're a cover three team, we're gonna try cover two and do this and do that. Um and again, trying different players if they want to try it. They're linebacker, they want to try defensive end and it just doesn't work out, or vice versa, anything like that, you have to try it. Maybe they want to try offense, it doesn't work to come back to defense. 
Those are the type of things you have to do. And in defense, you have to spend a lot of time breaking down formations as well in offense. Offense, you got to learn your your formations, especially if you're a young team, how to line up, spacing on the field, was understand. And then in turn on defense, you really are breaking down and organizing for those younger players or new players and new coaches, how they line up. This is this formation. This is this formation. This is how we line up here. Um, this is what you're reading. This is what you call number two receiver. This is what you call number one receiver. They may not know how to number them. Do you know the A-gap? Do you know the one technique, especially when you got freshmen come up to sophomores and you're on a team that has to play sophomores? So going into the summer, these are the type of things that you need to look at, especially you know when you're on defense. And so make sure that you guys organize with that. And I understand if any if people listen to it this far this just sounds like a regular season practice yes but by then you should already know it so summer if you're an established team you're an older team they understand it you can hit the ground running when you're putting in new stuff when you've got a new staff you have to if you had a staff that was the same as freshmen sophomores or whatever and varsity for three years straight and you're running the same thing for three years straight your summer is faster. It could just just boom, 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 boom. When you feel like you have to make a change, what you're running on offense and defense, when you get new coaches, uh, maybe you may not have that middle level. So you got to bring those sophomores up to varsity and it moves a lot quicker. You're doing a lot of extra things. You have to be way more organized on your summer coming in on defense and offense. Then figure out the practice schedule, and this is where another thing in the summer you can play around with. If you're a team that cannot two-platoon, if you two-platoon, it's easy. It's a college practice, even in the summer. Offense does their thing. Defense does their thing. But if you're a team that's, well, these guys are going to have to play both ways, so how do you how do you organize your practice schedule? This is the time to play around with that and see which one is going to work because everything you're doing in the summer, especially at the very beginning, whenever your camp starts, it's about a trial. This is the trial that you're going to try. Then you figure it out by the end of the summer. And then going into August, you, you should figure out what you're going to do. So what I mean by practice plans is one day going to be all offense, next day going to be all defense, and then just keep rotating it. So if you go four days a week, Monday's offense, Wednesday's offense, Tuesday defense, Thursday defense, and then the next day or next week, okay, Monday's going to be defense now. You switch it up. Those are things to think about. Do you try half the practice as offense, half as defense, and the next day you start off with defense? Do you, you know, I'm talking about full-on offense and defense. Do you do where, okay, we start on defense, go all the way through, and then the last 15 minutes offense can do individual? You could do things like that. Does offense do a walkthrough to give a little preview of what the next day is going to be? Those are just trial and errors. And trying those different things, moving different pieces around, figuring out who you are, getting other coaches involved. So, you know, if I've, if I've been at this run game corner O-line for three years, maybe I look to the other coach, you know, that's doing O-line and, and D-line and everything and say, okay, these are the drills. You're going to run practice. I'm going to stand back and watch it and really break things down to where I'm not full-on go. Those are things to try to put, give other coaches more responsibility. They feel way more involved. Um, they're not just watching you do it and just being like, okay, you know, they, they do all the work. Let them do it. Build them up. Um, it's, you know, and more talking about it later of building that culture up with offense and defense, building that culture up with, with the coaches. But that's what goes on with offense and defense when you're organizing in the summer. Um, defense trying different plays that you may never have tried before, see what it looks like. This is the time. When you get into the regular season, you don't got time. You're game planning. You have to be perfect and understand what you're going to do on that game plan. Um, and again, see where coaches fit. 
you have the they're, they're established they're coming in they have that role of responsibility and they're going to try harder um they're going to coach harder you know they have some you know they, they feel empowered and those are the type of things that you have to do when you're organizing a summer um that wraps up this part again we're just literally breaking it down literally piece by piece so this was about organizing your summer with your offense and your defense um this is a part of the simple offense simple everything this is the summer stuff um thank you guys for so much for watching and or listening hopefully summer football is going well for everybody please hit the like button subscribe button all that good stuff check out the affiliates in the description below leave a comment in the comment section um football coaches you want to be on the podcast shoot me a message we'll we'll set it up before we all start getting busy rolling on in august want to be on the podcast let me know um thank you guys so much for watching and or listening um this has been another episode of the coach steve show podcast and we will see you on the next one redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.